Hello and welcome to Cleaning is Essential. I'm your host, John Noder, Director of Government Affairs at ISSA, the Worldwide Cleaning Industry Association. This podcast will aim to educate, entertain, and engage you by providing insightful news and fascinating conversations with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, policymakers, and more. Thank you for listening. In this episode, I will be joined by Paul Sarzoza, President and CEO of Verde Cleaning, a company based out of Phoenix, Arizona. We talk about how he got his business started, uh, his invitation to the State of the Union dress with the likes of Bono, and how clean the White House is and more. Paul, thank you for joining uh, me today. Just, I guess, first, tell me a little bit about your company, uh, Verde, and uh, kind of your role within the company and how you got your start. Yeah, so Verde uh, Verde Clean, we got started in 2019, and it was it was kind of off the idea where uh, you know can we develop a company uh, where it's like an intrinsic approach where we're for our people uh, for uh, in, in having the leadership that surrounds them, and so for for me it, I, we try to keep it pretty simple. So basically, in 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 my role, the CEO role is uh, if my people are happy, my customers happy, heck, I'm happy. So uh, we're lucky enough and blessed enough where, you know, we're able to get a senior leadership team involved that, again, has that intrinsic type of approach for our people. And we share the same vision and uh, we're just having a lot of fun with it for sure. Um, so you guys are obviously located in the, the Phoenix, Arizona area, but what, what kind of markets are you served or where are you trying to grow your business out to? That's right. So currently we are in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, the Arizona market. We are in Southern California. Nevada, Utah, and Colorado, and uh, we look to for the next for the next future near future expand across the United States. Very cool. Um, I guess kind of going backwards before we start going forwards, I'm I'm always interested to hear um, what was your what was your first like kind of a big kid job. Our biggest job. Um, well, you know, I guess kind of stepping back, you know, what's really lent itself nicely to the growth of, of Verde is, you know, I've been in the industry for gosh, 15 years prior to, to getting started here with Verde. So a lot of the relationships uh, in the facility industries is pretty tight knit. Um, so, you know, relationship, personal business, whatever it is, there's, there's trust that's involved with it. And so, uh, so having that has lent itself nicely for us to get some accounts. Um, so that's that's how we've gotten started with uh, some relationships. And the, the first account that we had here in Arizona was uh, actually a Cigna, a Cigna account, so small clinics. Uh, and at that time, uh, I hate to say this, right, during the COVID or the, during the pandemic, um, that, that for this industry, we were almost considered, you know, kind of frontline. So the disinfecting, the disinfecting of, of uh, areas and uh, items in, in offices, uh, it's primarily what we were doing when we first getting started. Okay. Um, I guess, you know, when you when you decide to kind of uh, start this company, obviously, that's kind of taking a leap of faith in a lot of ways. Uh, What's kind of what you wish you would have known uh, before you started the company? Like, was there kind of one sort of mistake or something which, man, if I could go back, I would have done this. Well, there's a lot of things, but I guess the, I guess the primary the primary thing is just just recognizing uh, having relationships on the financial side of the business, right? So, um, you know, when you're first getting started with the with the business, I think anybody's you know first reaction is, hey, let's let's get this thing, let's let's start to grow, let's. But it has to be done with you have to have the ability to scale with financing to do that. 
So understanding on the financial side, on the, you know, kind of the economy side, what does money cost? Uh, what are the interest rates? How can we get ourselves uh, established to, to scale? Um, and our approach was, was pretty much, a, it was a bootstrap approach, which was, uh, as you know, very painful, right? So taking money out of your own account and maxing out your credit cards to get this done, uh, which thank goodness we're able to do that. But I think a better understanding of, of that on the front side and being prepared on the front side uh, would have been better. Yeah, um, kind of on the flip side of the coin, you know, obviously you learn a lot, whether it's running a business or in your career about, you know, making mistakes, you know, taking chances. But has there, you know, what's kind of the best piece of advice you've been either given or maybe you've read in a book or listened to on a podcast? What What's something that kind of sticks out in your mind where it's like, wow, that was really, yeah. really shaping my my sort of the way I, I run my business? Gosh, you know, I, w- I would say getting engaged in the business community. Right. And uh, anything that you can further your further your education or, or an understanding of business in the workplace. If you're going through that, I guarantee you, you're not the only small business owner, a business owner in general that's going through going through some of those. So learn to utilize your uh, utilize your network, getting engaged in the, in the community, getting the chambers of commerce, uh, getting getting involved in peer groups, uh, mentorship groups. That's been very helpful. And then, of course, surrounding yourself with good people, smart people, um, that's, that's also good to get the perspectives. Uh, we work really hard at trying to make this a, uh, you know, creative and collaborative uh, environment, right? So the leadership group that we currently have in place is, has really adopted that, and that's really worked out well for us. Yeah, you know, that, that, that's great. And, and I think that's, that's definitely something we hear across like all successful entrepreneurs and, and businesses is really just getting involved, right? And whether it's a community, I mean, there's just so many ways of, of networking with different people. Um, you had a very unique experience, I guess, networking maybe even outside of your bubble. Um, so um, I guess one of the unique things that um, I kind of alluded to at the top or kind of previewed it is you were able to uh, attend a State of the Union address earlier this year. Um, I tried to look back into my notes, at least since I've worked here. I don't think we've ever had a cleaning contractor company um, <laughs> this front and center on a national stage like that. So um, tell me a little, how did that How did that happen? What did the process look like? What was the feeling just sitting in, uh, you know, a joint session of Congress and kind of overseeing pretty much the biggest speech of the year? Yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting experience, very much a blessing for us. And so we got through that through the CHIPS Act. Uh, so, you know, the federal government is, you know, put a $52 billion, uh, basically a stimulus, right, to, to grow that, uh, to grow the semiconductor business. And so uh, here locally in Arizona, there was, a, there was an opportunity that we were lucky enough to get, blessed enough to get. And uh, so because of that, um, you know, the, the, the story is, is, you know, what kind of an impact did, this, did the CHIPS Act have on a national scale and what kind of an impact did it have here at the, locals, at the local side? And uh, so we were, we were recently awarded and, uh, you know, a, a minority-owned company that, uh, that, that landed the big contract. And uh, uh, President Biden was at the at the side, and uh, because of that, a couple of months later, they sent us an invitation, and um, that was and during the State of the Union. That was one of the topics that was that was uh, that was discussed as well, and that's how we fit into that. 
the overall experience was was wonderful. We you know got to go to the White House first time doing that, and uh, just got to meet a whole bunch of wonderful people with Paul Pelosi and Bono from YouTube. I really liked uh, going up to that music, and that was basically the table that we were sitting at uh, having dinner. So just a just a great experience all the way around for us. Uh, were you surprised at how um, I guess small the White House is? <laughs> I yeah, was, but I, I've you only know, been there once. I, you know, it's not like the ginormous, right? So I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. Or, yeah. were, or instead, were you like, hey, I bet you we could win the contract for this. Like, we get, you know, about <laughs> X, Y square feet. Like, what was your kind of your thoughts when you kind of walk in? You know how clean it was, <laughs> right, from a cleaner standpoint? <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, so. I'm going to see how they clean, what kind of levels of service that they're getting. It was, it was, it was impeccable, by the way. But uh, yeah, just to be part of the history, you know, the 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 you know, just the pictures and the artwork that's in the that's in the White House, uh, that was pretty inspiring. Just to read and um, you know how much history was there. It was just it was kind of overwhelming. But uh, uh, yeah, no, it was it was great. It was a good experience. The Secret Service actually, uh, get a quick story here. Going into the White House, and I actually got held up by Secret Service. Uh, that, hey, who are you? I'm like, no, 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 I'm invited here. <laughs> so this took about 10 minutes to vet me out. But yeah, I'm like, oh my that's God, funny. what's going on? <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely run a, a tight ship there. Um, that, that's pretty funny. In terms of the State of Union itself, I mean, you were, um, I believe, sitting in kind of the box, right? Um, so you got kind of a bird's eye view of everything that was going on. I mean, you know, not everyone watches it every year. Um, but what was like, I mean, that's kind of a once in a lifetime experience. What was just kind of the the feeling of just kind of seeing, you know, basically the, the the whole of government in kind of one room, you know, kind of talking about everything that's been going on for the year. What was what was just kind of your initial thoughts uh, on just kind of viewing it from like being so up close and personal? Well, so we were in the box with we were, you know, actually we were guests of Jill Biden, and uh, so we were so we were in her box. Um, you know, I guess the the thing that really that really jumped out to me was again you know you think about the the history behind it and you know you know how many debates have gone on in there on the state of the union and so you start thinking about things like that um but I, you know being there you know in the, in the moment uh some just some of the back and forth uh, i was really surprised that jumped out at me when president uh, president biden was was conducting his speech and just uh some of the over talking of him and I would have figured that it would have been more respectful and, you know, hey, you know, the president of the United States is speaking and hold your tongue till the very end or, you know, whatever. But it was trying to create or trying to talk over him or or uh, being boisterous. Uh, that really jumped out at me. Just the whole de de the decorum that or lack of decorum, I should say, I guess that kind of jumped out at me. Uh, but yeah, overall, I, yeah. uh, you know, it's pretty it's pretty intense. It gets intense in there. It does. I don't, I mean, I, I unfortunately never had the chance to, to go or, or view, but I, I've heard kind of similar stories. Like it's, it, it's, there's a lot more, I don't know, angst isn't the quite word, but there is almost like a tension involved, right? Because it is such a big stage. It's one of the few nights that, you know, all the different networks kind of change their station to it. Um, you know, that's unfortunately been kind of the, the new wave of, of politics, no matter which side of the aisle you're on. And obviously here at ISSA, I mean, we're we're not, obviously we understand that you know, there's a political process. I guess along those lines, um, you know, you know, from ISSA standpoint, we're coming on legislative sessions. There's going to be things that have to move through Congress. 
Um, it's an election year. And, you know, there's a lot of people and I don't blame them, right? There's businesses, there's individuals who ignore or feel turned off by the whole process or even to be engaged. Um, I guess from your standpoint, whether it's from your own personal standpoint or from your business pr perspective, why why has it been so important for for your company or yourself to be just engaged, right? Like regardless of you know what's going on, like whoever the president is or whoever's running your state, like wh why why do you feel like that is so important to at least be at the table? Well, I think I think the representation is going to be important for us, right? So I think from a not just from from my business standpoint, but also other small businesses, and you take a look at the interest rate that's out there, and you you know you tie that into the economy, and that has a direct impact on the labor on the on the wages that are out there, right? And so I understand we're we're trying to slow down the spending, uh, but that has an impact on the way that we recruit. Um, because of just the, it has an impact on the labor rates itself. So that's been a, that's been a challenge for us. So I think going forward from a political standpoint, it's going to be important, uh, not just for our business, but for any business to try to get, uh, to try to get that, uh, uh, to a point where it's just less, right. Where the, the wages are less for our, for our labor force. So, you know, the, you know, this election is going to be interesting, right. So, you know, you have the candidates that are, that are, that are out there and, what's going to come out of it in the next, uh, you know, 12, 24 months for sure. It's going to be of interest for all of us. Yeah. It's one of the hardest things that, you know, us as an association um, tries to make is just trying to let people know how important it is to be at the table. I, I often say to um, companies like yours who may be sit, sitting on the sidelines and it's always great to hear ones that are actively engaged, but some of the ones I say, Hey, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Right. And, and that means, issues like inflation that means it, the labor shortage um other sort of aspects or you know the cleaning industry or small businesses if you're not showing up and, and and having those connections or at least reaching out regardless of party we're we're not gonna have a voice in those rooms when those decisions are made so um i guess just kudos to you and, and your company to being so actively involved and, and i you know i guess if there's one thing i just really hope that that other uh, additional companies will also kind of follow that. Um, you know, anything else? I mean, are there any other kind of issues, you know, from a kind of a policy standpoint or just issues facing your company that are kind of keeping you up at night? Obviously, labor is a huge issue, but are, are there kind of any other ones? Well, that's that's exactly right. I, you know, the concern, the concern, right, is, you know, for a company like ours, we're looking to definitely grow, right? So the ability to scale. Uh, but to do that is we're going to need qualified, um, qualified leadership and supervision to do those things. And uh, it's it's tough right now. It it very much is. And things you know a few years ago where you've been used to be able to you know get a, a group of candidates and uh, you know now it's now you have to go out and fish for them, right? And it's and so utilizing your network is going to be very important right now. Or relationships that you have to try to to try to get creative to do that. But uh, that's that's for me is uh, very much what keeps me up at night is you know, just having the ability to to scale the way we the way we want to. Yeah, um, so I just got two final very quick questions, a little bit more fun, lighthearted. Uh, one is at home, not not part of your job, but what's like your least favorite, like despise sort of cleaning related or chore at home? <laughs> oh, there's, well, there's a lot of them. <laughs> I guess, uh, I, you know, my, my wife. So my wife was like, hey, you know, when are we going to get the floors done? And maybe, you know, a janitorial company that can get the floors done. And I'm like, oh, gosh, that's a big, 
so I guess for for me is is the detailed work on the you know hard floors and carpets and you know cleaning the ceiling fans, getting up on ladder, doing that type of stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, that I get I kind of get told that on the regular for sure. <laughs> we we all have one, right? And and the cop out is always like bathrooms, <laughs> but I don't even feel like those are really that bad. It's just you know it's a small. Those little, are small, small yeah. Area. Those are small. Yeah. Those are that's not too bad, but yeah. Uh, and then the other thing, um, and this could be kind of on anything, but, you know, um, I always like to kind of look forward, right? We're, we're moving into a new year. You know, what's kind of a prediction or one prediction you may have for 2024, um, whether it's for kind of hopefully maybe for your business, the industry, the economy, like what do you what do you kind of thinking you're going to see in the next, you know, 12 months? What do you have? Do you have any kind of thoughts on that? Uh, in the next 12 months, actually, uh, uh, 12 to 18 months, I look for inflation to decrease, um, the interest rates to decrease. I'm hoping, you know, with the an election year, really, right, and see what comes out of that. I think that's going to be really important for all of us. Um, so I look forward to, uh, you know, hoping that uh, that kind of works itself out, um, and it's good for all of us. So that's my that's my hope uh, of what happens here in the near future. Yeah. Sometimes you got to put it out there to make it happen. Right. So I, I, I get it. I know it. Um, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you so much. Um, I, I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to add, but, um, you know, do you have any, where can uh, uh, people find you? Uh, what's your website? You know, how can they learn more about, about your company? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're, we're on that. So you, you can find Bird to Clean at uh, obviously on LinkedIn. And then we also have our website at www.verdeclean.com. So uh, welcome for anybody to take a look into our story. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with it uh, from a social standpoint, what we do in the community, uh, what we do for our folks. Uh, you know, we, we consider ourselves to be different um, from other, you know, kind of typical, uh, you know, janitorial companies, uh, but we welcome all. So take a look. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Paul, for joining us and then looking forward to uh, talking to you more soon. So really appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to Cleaning is Essential. This podcast has been brought to you by ISSA, the Worldwide Cleaning Industry Association. Tune in regularly to find out what's happening as we change the way the world views cleaning. Please subscribe and write a review for us on whichever platform you enjoy this podcast on. For more information, go to issa.com.